Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Have you noticed the lyrics for songs? I mean, when I was growing up, all the like rap and hip hop songs, how graphic they were. And a lot of um, the kids singing those songs had no idea what they're talking about. And I noticed today there is none of that. There is uh, the, the lyrics are so G rated. I kind of miss, you know, I kind of miss the, 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 the get up on this. Anyway, um, on today's episode, I want to share with you, which I just wrote in a coffee shop, my priority list for 2024. When I sit and have my coffee, I ponder, I do some writing, and today I thought about what my priority is going to be for this new year. And I wanted to share this because um, I think it's helpful for for anyone to just kind of on paper write down what your priorities are the new year i mean it's already it's already february like it just goes and suddenly it's april and you know we had all these um goals and all these things that we wanted for the new year uh but then we get very busy and they slip through our hands so here we go number 1 uh practice living on a higher frequency being aware and doing my best to stop all negative thinking. I don't know where I I don't know where I heard this or saw this, but someone was doing a three day practice of stopping all negative thoughts, and I thought it was really interesting because you know we hear a lot of practices when it comes to uh, three days of I don't know three days of no sugar or three days of uh, meditation or you know seven days of this, but I've never heard someone wanting to do a certain amount of days of no negative thoughts. And I was like, oh, wow. Not only is that interesting and necessary, uh, I love the intention behind that, but it's also very hard. So I think it's a, it's a, you got to get the reps in, you know, like anything, it requires a practice. Um, I don't know about you, but I definitely default to uh, negative thinking and, you know, finding what's wrong in my life and all of that. So it's going to take effort and intention. Uh, it's going to take a practice to be aware of all your negative thoughts and then replacing those thoughts or, you know, doing an activity or dropping into your body or doing whatever works for you to stop that pattern. So for me, it may mean to take a breath and to one, notice the thoughts, to notice the drowning, to notice when your shoulders get tense and you start believing the sky is falling, to notice dread and worry creeping in, you know, and then to create distance and then to see those negative thoughts uh, like you are watching them through a snow globe, right? To notice them and then to also allow them to go. You know, to not get, uh, as they say in Buddhism, hooked. And then instead inject, uh, inject uh, hope. I don't know what hope looks like for you. Uh, what are the things that you have today that you have built um, 
they may be things that you can't hold with your hands, but they have a lot of value, like the love that you built, like how far you've come, like the story that you have, you know, um, they could be abstract things. They don't have to be like houses and cars and companies. Right. So, um, knowing what you've built, turning your dial from judgment to curiosity, that's to me, that's one of the fastest ways to get on a higher frequency and then have certainty, have belief in yourself. Um, how you get there is on you, but you really have to, to, to believe. I, I know it sounds kind of cheesy. I know you've heard it before, but um, the power of belief. And let me let me give you an example, just to to take it away from hokey. So if you ever if you've ever um, done any kind of weightlifting, if you walk up to a bar and you don't believe that you can pick it up, uh, even if you physically could, you're not going to be able to pick it up. Just just that belief as you walk up, the lack of of certainty, you know, it's energy running through your body. Now, if you believe you could pick something up and you're walking up to a bar, picking up weight that you have never picked up before, that power of belief usually is what gets people to PR, the PR standing for personal records, right? Um, it isn't just technique. I mean, of course it's ability, but the belief that you have that you can do something it's such a huge, a huge factor. Um, so that's just to me, like proof in the power of belief, right? Like, um, something as simple as how much weight you can pick up, whether you believe it or not. And I've walked up to bars, didn't think I could do it, even though I have, and I, and I knew I could, but for some day I didn't, you know, had fear, I had disbelief. And of course I couldn't do it. I've also walked up to bars and picked up more weight than I thought I could because I believed in that moment that I could, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, all of that's uh, to get yourself to live on a higher frequency. I'm a big believer in state, and um, I believe that the, the plane that we live on, the frequency that, live on, uh, that we live on contributes to so many things, a lot of things we can't see, uh, the energy we put out there, uh, what we attract, who we attract, opportunities. Also, on a higher frequency, we're able to see things that we don't see when we're in a lower frequency, right? If you're living in victim mode, worry, dread, uh, you know, pessimism, fear, uh, you're not going to see opportunities. There might be things right in front of you that just pass by. So part of living on a higher frequency, um, part of the value in that is I think it gives you new lenses. You know, you, you're seeing a lot, a lot of things that you may not have seen or weren't able to see uh, because you're too busy complaining, <laughs> complaining about the cards you were dealt. All right, next one. Take a beat before responding. Uh, I'm an Aries. I uh, have a story of reacting. When I get into conflict, uh, I turn into a lawyer, even though I have horrible, uh, horrible grades. And I can't spell. I can't, I can't. Uh, it's, it's, it's really ironic and funny that I am an author um, because I have no vocabulary and I'm dyslexic. I don't read. Um, C, C, D, my D plus student, right? Um, but I still, I still turn into a lawyer and I pull from logic uh, in conflict, in arguments. And so to actually take a beat 
and allow the the panic, the fear, the knee jerk to pass, and then and then respond. And then that response is it's such a it's such a better response. It's such a pure response because that response isn't tied to your past and your reactions and your you know wounds and your trauma and all that. Um, that reaction or that response, um, it's cleaner. And that response can actually um, break the pattern of you being your old older self. Um, can break unhealthy patterns. And then also trying to address people by taking in and considering their nervous system, you know? Um, so not just words, but like trying to feel their energy and where they're at. Uh, sometimes, sometimes people just need a hug. And a lot of times what we're saying is because we don't feel heard or seen, um, a lot of the words that we're saying, and if we just stay heady, and if we just argue um, about the stuff that's on the surface, then we never address um, how people are really feeling. We never address um, activated nervous systems and you know other things that are happening. Um, and so then the fights keep happening and they're just very surface. So practicing uh, the practice of noticing someone's state, someone's nervous system. I mean, I think that just slices and cuts to really, you know, um, people being seen is because a lot of people will say like, oh, yeah, I'm OK. I'm OK. You know, the, I'm, you know, the breakup wasn't that bad or whatever they're going through. And, um, and, and they're not okay. And you can tell in their energy and their body. And if you address that, if you give them, um, whatever that looks like a hug or, uh, give them space or give, you know, whatever they, they need, give them a meal, um, addressing kind of their nervous system, I think, uh, um, really helps people to feel seen, you know, cause then they're like, oh, you know me and you care about me. Anyway, next one is just less sugar. I, uh, it's funny, this morning I wrote next, uh, less sugar, and then five minutes ago I put a giant piece of honeycomb in my uh, $10 pour-over coffee. I don't know why I have to mention how much my coffee costs, but I just think, can you, I just can't believe that coffee is $10. A cup of coffee today can be $10. Then you add a tip, it's like, 11 or $12 for a cup of coffee. I take my daughter to the coffee shop. I get, a, I get a coffee. I get her a bagel, a chocolate milk, and I get myself a little treat. And it's like $40. <laughs> Just everything is nuts these days. I can't believe um, a cup of coffee and a couple of pastries, $40, $45. Anyway, uh, less sugar. Yes, uh, definitely. So, so the one way that I do this, uh, just as a tip, if it's uh, if this is also one of your goals, every meal that I approach, I think about uh, protein. I think about uh, what in my meal has protein, you know, and then from there, uh, as long as it has protein, because also protein will make me full. Um, I, I kind of hang it on that, and then you know, whatever there there may be some carbs or maybe a little bit of sugar or whatever. But as long as I'm focusing on 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 protein, um, I usually eat uh, pretty healthy. You know, I, I don't, I'm not just focusing on what something tastes like, right? That being said, even though I said less sugar uh, every Friday, 
I, uh, I give myself a little treat. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's moderation once in a while, right? You're not like de- depriving yourself of, of something. You're not like, because uh, it feels like punishment. You know, I, I really believe in, in living this life. And so, yeah, if sugar makes you happy, you could have it once in a while. You know, you don't have to like do zero sugar unless you're on some kind of program or you're trying to accomplish some kind of goal or, you know, it's a temporary thing. But as a lifestyle, Less sugar is okay. No sugar, it's not realistic, you know, and it's also not going to make me happy. So, less sugar. Okay, next one. Continue to prove myself wrong. This is something that I have been saying forever and have been doing forever. Um, we all have limited beliefs. We all have false beliefs based on our story. You know, they live on our in our in our uh, uh, unconscious and. I believe that there's nothing more convincing than a new experience. So I'm always trying to give myself a new experience. And it doesn't matter if it's micro, like, like, uh, like you know, um, I'm trying to think of something. Um, beating a time, you know, like, I don't know, uh, my mile, my mile run, right? Even if it's seconds faster, but beating that, that time, right? That's a new experience. Um, or it could be something huge, like a new love experience or showing up differently to a relationship, um, showing up differently to a fight. That, that's, a, that's a new experience. And then when you show up differently to a fight and you realize, oh, um, we are still good or uh, the person didn't leave or, or you know, um, the, the ending result being different, that is giving yourself and your body a new experience. Um, so constantly giving yourself new experiences putting weight on different things so you are convincing yourself of something different and by doing so you're rewiring yourself giving yourself uh, newer beliefs so entering through the door of experiences no matter how big or how small as a lifestyle so you're not just pulling from all these false beliefs that we have right next one get stronger i want to get stronger i am going to be 51 in April. And um, I want to be able to, to, you know, at 60, still ride um, a heavy Harley or uh, play with my daughter, throw her, you know, let her jump on my back. I want to be very active. Um, I want to be able to move my body and be strong. So um, that and also kind of falling in love with fitness again. You know, I've been Mainly uh, crossfitting and just taking a class a day for the last uh, 15 years. And um, there was a point where I got sick of it. I was bored of it. Then I kind of got back into it. And um, now I'm kind of craving fitness again. Um, I went through this two years of insomnia where my testosterone just went like negative. And um, I was all out of balance um and it was really uh, it was a really difficult time i think i think i was depressed and i would drag myself in the gym and i, I hated it and I, my relationship with fit, fitness was uh bad it was uh it was abusive <laughs> it was abusive because um i was doing it for the wrong reasons i was it was like almost like a punishment i need to do this um it wasn't like i enjoy doing this right and so now I'm coming full circle and kind of um, falling in love with CrossFit again. I really enjoy it. I love taking classes. I love pushing myself. Um, so, yeah. 
And it doesn't have to be that only. Like I, I went rock climbing the other day in an indoor gym. Um, so doing different things, um, putting on a um, – I know rucking is really popular now. Putting on a weight vest, like a 20-pound weight vest and just going for a jog, you know. Okay, next one, more adventures. So whether this means getting on a plane and, and, and taking a, you know, a week trip uh, or getting on a dirt bike. Um, I love motorcycles. I love dirt bikes. And uh, I don't get on a dirt bike enough because I don't have one, so I have to rent one. You know, it's a whole thing. You got to rent the trailer. And also with dirt bikes, I, I, it's, it's not really safe to go adventure biking on trails by yourself because um, you could get to a spot where there's no signal and you're alone and say you crash your bike. Uh, I mean, there's also, you know, animals and shit in the woods. So, um, you, you may not be able to, to like, you, you don't have any help. Right. Uh, and so I, you got to do it with friends. Um, but then that requires scheduling that requires, uh, all of these other things, right. It becomes like an event and then it never happens. So I got to figure out a way where I could satisfy this adventure thirst for dirt bikes. Our retreat house um, is in Idlewild, it's our vacay home, and there's a ton of dirt bike trails. And my goal has been to explore them. And I've we've had the house for you know many years, and I still haven't done that. So um, I want more of that in my life for 24. And maybe around spring, I'll just fucking whether friends want to go or not, I'll just be like, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> I'll put a tracker on myself and just explore, rent an adventure bike, and just go. Um, and the other kind of adventure is uh, I haven't been to Korea. I was born in Korea, came here when I was three, have never been back. So it's been a bucket list thing. And I would love to take uh, 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 me, Vanessa, Logan, the whole family there. It's a long fucking plane ride. I hate planes. I mean, I don't know. What is it? 12 to 14 hours. Um, but it's a must. You know, it's a must. So like that or uh, Portugal. I've been wanting to go to Portugal. I have a friend who lives there and also been hearing a lot of great things. So maybe in 24, a, a trip like that. Okay, next one. Loving my partner in new ways. This is a big one. And uh, if you're in a relationship, ask yourself, when's the last time you have consciously made a decision to love your partner differently? Because love, like anything else, can become routine, can um, be something that we just over time just, you know, go through the motions of, uh, especially a, a lot of relationships where you've been with this person, you know, for 20 years, you guys are high school sweethearts, or you get busy, you raise kids, you have to pay bills, and love can definitely take a backseat, right? So approaching love with uh, your partner in a different way. And it's not just about like, oh, new activities. Okay, that's that's fine. But um, different energy, uh, breaking patterns, um, exploring, you know, that's, that's kind of the big word. So I put re rediscover, reset and rewire. So ask yourself what that looks like when it comes to loving your partner. One sec, there's a fucking plane. 
plane and parrots in the background. Welcome to the Anger Therapist Podcast. So beautiful here in California. You know, it, it, it just rained yesterday. And uh, every time it rains here in Los Angeles, the sky's crystal blue. It's so clean. It just uh, it's, um, always takes my breath away. Anyway, um, rediscover. What does that look like for you? Rediscover your partner. And I'm not just talking about bodies. Rediscover um, who they are. Rediscover their stories. Rediscover uh, who they are today because it's probably they're different today than they were, you know, when you met them, right? So rediscovering, resetting, and then rewiring through action, rewiring through thought, rewiring, laying new tracks in a relationship, which I talk about a lot. Uh, and then a note for myself: sensual over sexual. Um, I tend to, um, in the bedroom, uh, how do I say this? I'm a little bit, I'm a little kinky. I'm a little fiery. Um, I like, I enjoy sex a lot, like many people. Um, but, um, to slow down, to be more sensual, to focus on, uh, touch and be very present and, you know, all of that stuff. Right. All right. Next one is simple. Create merch. Uh, I've had many people over the years tell me that I need to put my words on a mug or uh, T-shirts and stuff like that, which I have a little bit. But uh, this year, I really want to create a um, a bunch of stuff. And so my assistant, Tess, uh, she is working really hard, and we're creating um, a few products. We're going to create some hoodies, some T-shirts, some mugs of uh, some of my favorite things. Um, and also things that I would wear. I'm not, I'm not like just trying to be a Korean bodega selling hubcaps and pagers and shit. Um, I, I want to create products that, uh, um, that I would wear. Like I actually want to buy that for me and then, oh, it's also on my, um, Instagram shop if you want to buy it as well. All right. Um, Spend more quality time with friends. This one's really big. You know, as we become adults, uh, especially if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. Um, spending time with friends uh, is very low priority. And I've learned that it is very important. So whether that looks like one-on-one -on -one time. And, and listen, if you're just going to wait for your friends to call, it's not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and it's not personal. Everyone's busy, you know. Uh, so you have to initiate. And also, you have to be okay if they're busy and don't take it as rejection and initiate again. That, that's that's the, the key here is I think a lot of times we'll send a text or we'll ask someone to hang out. Um, they're busy or they whatever, they can't do it. And then we're like, oh, fuck that. We're not never asking them again. And that's, that's not going to help anyone, right? And so um, keep asking. I mean, don't stalk them, but like every few weeks. Are you busy now? What are you doing? Uh, don't take it personally, you know? We're busy. And uh, friendships and spending time with friends, especially if you're a parent, uh, it's not high priority. It should be, but there are other things that we are busy doing. So um, take the initiative. Uh, this is a note to self as well. Um, once a week, I try to uh, reach out to someone and say, hey, let's grab a meal. Um, 
one of the one of the things that I hate is when 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 I, when I get FaceTimed. Something like I enjoy texting, but something about the FaceTime it makes me panic. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of like when my dad used to call me because when my dad used to call me, I would see his his uh uh his you know I would say see dad pop up on my phone and it just creates my body just goes into panic because I know he wants something. I know he wants me to go drop everything and go to his house and change the batteries in his remote control. I know he's going to be like, Hey, there's something really urgent and it's not urgent. He wants me to open up some mail or, or, or he'll say some shit like, Hey, you know, can you, can you, um, let me know how much, uh, you know, the screwdriver costs at home Depot, like just shit like that. And so every time his phone, and then if I said no, he would put this whole guilt trip and, you know, we came to America for you guys. <laughs> so Every time his phone rang, I'd just fucking, my body would just panic like, oh. Anyway, my point is uh, when people FaceTime me, I go into that state and I never answer FaceTime. And so I will, you know, because I want to uh, uh, feed, feed, feed friendships, um, I will answer FaceTimes. More. Maybe not every time, but I'll make an effort. If I'm free and, and uh, the, the FaceTime is someone's calling me via FaceTime, um, I will try to answer it more. Okay, next one. We're almost done. Just have a couple more. Keeping, oh, keep dreaming big. Keep dreaming big. Bigger than logic and what you believe is possible while being completely open to things playing out differently. I was the kid who would daydream all day. I lived in fantasy. I have a very strong right brain and a weak left brain. And oh, I wouldn't say weak, but I, I, um, I'm all about imagination, creation, creativity. Um, I've always been that way, you know. I'm drawn to art. I'm drawn to edges. I'm drawn to um, art, music, things that are just different that make me feel. So uh, I've always been a dreamer. And, you know, a lot of times as we grow up, we don't allow ourselves to dream. We become, quote, unquote, realistic. And so for 2024, I want to continue to dream big. So, you know, when people ask you what you want for yourself, say what you want for yourself and then say, wait, hold on. And then see if you can make it bigger. You know what I'm saying? Because our initial what we want for ourselves isn't, I mean, yes, it may be something we want, but it's limited, you know? And, and I think there's a part of us that like, you know, oh, I, I, I don't want to be arrogant. I want to be realistic. Um, no. Bust the ceiling off. Be limitless. Dream as big as, as, as possible. And it doesn't mean that, that, that that's going to happen, but. I mean, I think one of the, the beautiful things about life is that um, our ability to dream and have imagination, I mean, it separates, I think, us from all other species, no? And then our ability to create tools to manifest and bring that imagination to life, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And yes, it takes time and hard work, and, and uh, a lot of times, you know, we're not able to do that, but without that dream we i mean what do, what do we have you know so um dream big dream bigger than you are used to exercise that practice that so it becomes the norm 
I have really big dreams for myself this year. And I continue to push myself to say, oh, wait, not only do I want that, but what if I could have this other thing, which is 10 times bigger than I even thought, you know, like that kind of thing, right? Is that even possible? Oh, wait. Oh, no, no way. And then why not? Why not? What? I mean, think about the world we live in and what isn't possible. I mean, we have robots. <laughs> we, have, we have human robots. We have, uh, you know, people going to what? Uh, the ability to go to Mars. We have cars that are driving themselves. I mean, what, what isn't AI? Uh, what's not possible? I mean, anything is possible, you know? And finally, uh, my priority for 2024 is to have fun. I'm a very serious, pensive guy. I've always been that. And uh, I got to remind myself to be light and don't take things so seriously. I have a strange sense of humor. I don't really laugh at jokes or things that are other people laugh at. I laugh at situations. And I got to force myself just to laugh at things. Even if they're not funny, just fucking laugh. It feels good to laugh. Smile, laugh, be happy, be light. You know, I, I think it's one of the ways into being present, you know. Um, because when you're laughing and having fun and you're being light and you're not in your head thinking about, you know, all the things you need to do or what's not happening in your, in your life, um, laughter is such a great conduit into presence and, and being there. So I'm definitely going to try to laugh more this year. Also, it feels good. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope um, some of these reminders uh, ignited something in you. And um, if not, I hope you create your own list of priorities for 2024 and let this year be the act break year. You know, not just another chapter of your life, but uh, a new an act break is when when um, the story changes completely for the protagonist and uh, hopefully um, setting the protagonist off into a new journey uh, so she could come back to the village changed. Hope this year is like that for you. Thank you for listening. Uh, and also, um, I'm doing these free couple sessions, which I've been actually really excited about. I should have that on my list too. Um, doing them like once or twice a week and uh recording them and they're on my youtube and um they've become very popular and people are getting a lot from these sessions and also uh the couples who are participating in this um i'm shocked at how uh raw and i mean because they're being recorded you know and yet they're just being there and allowing me to do the session like no one's watching or listening and uh, they've been so brave and of course you know they know that their story uh and the stuff that they're struggling with is going to help other couples so um thank you to everyone who who has participated and uh, i have a wait list and i'm continuing to plow through that wait list if you email me i will get to you i promise i don't know when but i'm you know i'm <laughs> i'm doing one couple at a time uh so check out my youtube channel the full episodes are up there first and then they eventually uh, air on my podcast. All right, be well. <laughs>